Hey, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Ghani, a.k.a. Harry. I'm here again on the diary of a black man. I just thought it's been a minute since I last spoke to you and um, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. So I hope you're doing okay. And when you find this podcast, I hope you subscribe to it, follow me and also engage with me on Instagram, Harry underscore Sweet Sport Coach. And you can find me as well on Facebook, Harry Makawa. I'm all over the place, but I thought I'd come and speak to you because it's been a minute since I last spoke to you. And I'm here. I haven't got a microphone because my microphone is busted. So that's why I couldn't really, really produce the podcast for you. But I'm here. And you're probably wondering, what have I been up to? I've been going I've been going crazy working on building my business at the moment so I've been a little bit busy I've been and trying to grow my clientele uh, for one-on-one personal training and I'm also growing my business with regards to sports massage therapy Swedish massage deep tissue massage And all that good stuff that makes you feel good. It's all about self-care, people. But that's not the reason why I'm on here on this podcast. I'm here for another reason. And that reason is... I want to talk to you. Men and women. Both us. There's a war going on. And I don't know whether you've heard or you've seen it. Whether you've been on YouTube you got the red pill guys who are women hating incredibly misunderstanding of women. And I want to address this issue. I want to address the issue of commitment and commitment phobia. That's what's going on, people. And that's what's happening. So... What are the challenges that are being faced right now if you are in um, your ass of a relationship and you're trying to date or you're in a relationship and you're struggling in your relationship but you still keep plodding along? You're still trying to stay in that relationship. And if you're out of that relationship, you've now got out, you've been out there, and time is going and you can't get back in a relationship. What are the struggles and how are you dealing with these struggles? That's what I want to discuss, people. That's what I want to discuss. I wanna I want to bend your ear a little bit. I want to maybe confuse you or maybe not confuse you and maybe set you on the right path or maybe not. Remember, this is just my opinion. I'm no psychologist. But I'm an ethics guy. I'm an ethical guy. I'm a philosophy guy. You know, a lot of my guidance comes from the Bible. A lot of my teachings come from Jesus, the the guy who performed numerous miracles and uh, has been so many books written about his journey and stuff. But in that, I form my own opinions because I haven't been to church for I don't know how many years and 
as religion as far as religion goes i try my best to stay away from religion i try to stay away from that i more of an ethics guy i'm more of listening and understanding the scholars that have been put on this planet to help us understand the life that we're living even better so what have i found i want to talk first of all to those of you who are in relationships but your relationship despite you being in a relationship for 2 years 3 years 4 years 10 years 15 20 years you're still not married uh he hasn't asked you to marry him or you haven't asked him to marry you or he hasn't asked him to marry him or she hasn't asked her to marry her whatever that complexities of your relationship is now you're probably saying to me oh h but you're married for 21 years and uh you've been separated for quite some time now and you're not in a relationship you're not in a place to speak well <laughs> so i think i am actually in the right place to speak because what i have been doing over the last one and a half years is is constantly reanalyzing going back and forth trying to see where i made mistakes trying to find where i made the right decisions and i don't ever regret ever being married so many great things have come out from being married you know um one of the things i that has come out of is the fact that i showed commitment is the fact that i put a word a warm my heart on the sleeve and i asked the question because i wanted to be committed to a partner and with that i've had two fantastic human beings come out of it my daughters so that's never regret what i do regret is the nature in which i have done things so one of the things that i really didn't understand when i was popping the question about getting married is not understanding what the commitment of marriage actually meant and what it actually meant going forward and how i would nature that marriage and how i would uh galvanize myself to build a relationship that would essentially last our whole lifetime that's for me the most difficult thing that i have found in terms of conceptualizing what consists a committed relationship I personally believe in the sanctity of marriage and I think people should be getting married. And I'll tell you the reason why people should be getting married. And in my personal opinion, it's a sign of you showing commitment to your partner. It's you telling her or you telling him that you don't want to be with other people. you want to be in a monogamous monogamous relationship with this particular person right which doesn't mean that you're never going to be attracted to other people 
doesn't mean that she's never going to be attracted to other people because that's a fantasy that a lot of people are living in and it causes jealousy. When you are actually making that decision that you're going to commit to someone, you need to make each other aware that, darling, sweetheart, my lovely, babe, whatever you call each other, I am still going to be attracted to other people. Yeah? It's just human nature. If you look at it biologically, we are people who we have been born out of, um, um, I don't know, I could maybe call it a genetic chain. And through that, our biology is set in a way that we are meant to copulate, which means we women want to have babies, men want to fertilize women for babies. And structurally, what is it uh, with the way the world is, we've structured in the way that we have to be together. So in the book, Paul, Paul warns about marriage uh, and he warns about people wanting to be married for the wrong reasons. And he warns, warns about that if you don't believe you're somebody that should be married, that you shouldn't be married. All right. And I'm warning against the same thing. So I think, and I believe, if you have found a partner, you want to spend the rest of your life with them, you need to have that understanding at the beginning that you are still going to be attracted to other people because you are human, you have hormones, and these hormones will constantly be raging, especially depending on what age you are. You know, the younger you are, the more your hormones are out of control. But that's something that you have to acknowledge from the beginning. Secondly, you have to set out values. What are your values? Where are you coming from? You know, you know what was your parentage like? What did you learn from the love language that your parents had? Was there love? Did you experience love? Did you see love? Do you know how to grow love? Do you know how to fertilize the love that you have? Because love needs to be fertilized. It, without fertilizing love, it peters out and it peters out quicker than you ever imagine. There's so many facets in terms of how love peters out, but a lot of it comes to the lack of communication, the lack of understanding, the lack of knowledge on how to cook your relationship, how to marinate your relationship, and then how to dine on your relationship. Those are important facets into relationships. And what does commitment look like? So the commitment could look like you to move in together and then once you move in together you then decide to get married and then once you decide to get married then you decide to have babies and then you formulate your family maybe get a dog you know and you move on from there but it should never be just like that I think there needs to be discussions with regards to What are our values? 
What are our sexual values? How do we view pornography in a relationship? How do we view sex in a relationship? How do we view communication in a relationship? How do we feel about honesty in our relationship? And I believe once you set these grounds, then you have to set up strategies. And the strategies has to be, everything has to be coming from truth. And if we come in from truth, it means that there is no fear. If I'm going to tell you the truth that I'm not enjoying the sexual interaction that you and I are having with, and these are the reasons why I'm not enjoying our sexual interaction, you need to be able to accept that as not as a criticism to you, but as a way to improve. And you also need to be able to accept that if your partner comes to you and says the same thing, right? You need to have an open mind to be able to go, okay, how can we work on that? And sex is a big thing. A lot of marriages are failing. A lot of relationships are failing because the people in the relationship are not getting satisfied because maybe the woman is having troubles, having an orgasm. Maybe the man is selfish in the way that is um, that he gets satisfaction and maybe he's not putting into the work because he doesn't understand biologically what his partner wants because you've got to remember that most of us are coming from past relationships and we might have learned good patterns in that relationship we might have learned bits that work for that relationship And then we think that we can just transfer those techniques that we've learned into our new relationship, forgetting that everyone's different. So this is where communication is important. And how do you get to the part where you communicate what you need to communicate to be in the right frame of mind, in the right state to be able to grow your relationship? A lot of that means that you have to remove the fear from the communication that you will be having with your partner, with your brand new partner. So it's important to state your standards from the beginning. You know, find out from your partner, what are their goals? Are they they looking to... Be more, more of someone who's career oriented, And is that going to be okay with you having a partner who is more career oriented? Because if you want your partner to be a stay-at-home mom or you want your partner to be raising your kids and in their mind they want to be more of a career oriented and they want to have 50-50 ways to raise kids, you are then starting off on the wrong front so that's what i'm talking about in terms of not having fear so what does that mean so in my personal opinion it means that you have to remove the anxiety from the beginning anxiety of losing somebody that you want to have a partnership which means you have no fear 
that this person can walk out on you anytime. Being able to accept that if they do not meet your values, then they're certainly not for you. Which means a lot of things. Which means maybe you just don't jump into bed with them straight away. Which means maybe you have to discuss with them before you jump into bed straight away. It's all relative to what you want in the relationship. Be honest. Be honest. If you think you're trying to get into this relationship because you just want to have sex, then be honest from the beginning. Say to your person that you're pursuing that, listen, I'm only interested in you because I would really like to have sex with you, whether it's on a short-term basis or on a long-term basis. Oh, be honest. Like, I'm interested in you because I want to be in relationship because I would like to be a friend. I would like to grow as a friend with you. And then I would like to eventually spend the rest of my life with you. Obviously, this doesn't happen in the same day, but the honesty starts from the beginning. So any honesty has to be the beginning of nurturing this relationship. How do we move on from here? How do we master our lives so that we can grow together? And what does that look like? I think that comes from a vision. A vision that is as a result of where you're coming from from the beginning. Are you physically attracted to each other? If that's the first thing, then great. Then look at what comes after that physical attraction because physical attraction fades. Physical looks change. The physical side changes all the time. It changes a lot more uh, as you get older. So what's the next? Can you relate on a friendship base? What are you like? How would you communicate? What are the sort of things that you have in common? And what are the sort of things you don't have in common? Can you support them through the things that you don't like? And can they support you in the things that they don't like? Can you come together? Then you go into the friendship level. The friends that they have, the friends that you have. Can you bring these together? Can you marry them together? Then look on the outside of your friendships. Are the friendships you have, if you're a man, do you have female friends? And if you're a woman, do you have male friends? Are these platonic or are they sitting in a chain of and hoping that one day they might get in your pants? Or are they the ones that you're stringing along just in case maybe one day you might feel like having this guy come into your life and be more of a, uh, a, a, a sexual friendship? So these things have to be weeded out. And all of this stuff is something that you have to discuss. All of these things are things that you have to discuss. You know, what are you like? Are you a business person? You know, do you want to pursue a business? Is your partner ready to deal with somebody who wants to pursue a a business? Because businesses 
difficult altogether. You know, are you somebody who's looking to be employed? You're going to be looking to get in promotions, etc., etc. You know, and how do you value that? Is that something that you can live with? Can you live with the uncertainty of not knowing what money you're going to make each month? These are all really important facets of what builds a relationship that will last for a long time. These are the stumbling blocks that will cause you to lose a relationship from the beginning. And then you need to look out for red flags. So a lot of people are worried getting into a relationship because they've been hurt. There's been trauma in their past. But if you look back, you realize that the red flags were always there from the beginning of a relationship. And you ignored it. You ignored the red flags because you were desperate, because you were anxious. You wanted to be in a relationship so much that you didn't even want to communicate. You were afraid to communicate. So these are the things that we need to really dial back on if we're really going to be in a relationship that's long-lasting. Having a long-lasting relationship is the most beautiful thing. Having a relationship that has um, respect at its core is very important. It's the difference between having a mediocre relationship to having a really meaningful relationship. Having the ability to communicate to your partner should be the biggest thing that underpins whether you should be in a relationship with this person or not. Being with people who don't take things personally when they're questioned, when their values are questioned, that they're able to look inside and make an assessment on how they can move along with you with regards to your values, where your values can marry each other and that can lead into a long-lasting vision. Because if you don't have a long-lasting vision, the truth is you can't have a fulfilling relationship. Anyway, I'll cut it there because this has been quite a long one. So I just want you to digest that. I just want you to think about that. And I just want you to marinate with it and ask yourself this question. Where are you in your relationship? Where are you in where you're looking for a relationship? Which one are you? And how are you going to move forward? Because guys, I really want you to get that relationship that you're looking for. And I want it to be fulfilling. And I want to be lasting. And I want you to feel comfortable. And to ask the difficult questions. Guys, I love you so much. Take care. And thank you for listening. My last podcast, by the way, had 11 listens. This is the most I've ever had. So hopefully we'll get more. And I will see you soon. Take good care. And be good. Love each other. It's been a diary of a black man. Speak soon. Bye-bye.